Good day, ladies and gents. I'm Professor T, and welcome to another edition of The Business Startup Journey. Our business owners and entrepreneurs are actively learning how to start a business with little or no money and no experience. I'd like to invite all of our listeners to subscribe to the podcast channel for weekly episodes. I would also like to encourage you to visit professort.montfichet.com and download our study guides. The website is listed in the channel. The study guides will be uploaded weekly and will reflect our podcast series. It's also important that you obtain your free personalized business portfolio by subscribing at the bottom of our page at professort.montfichet.com. This will give you access to the documents needed to build your personalized business portfolio. Okay, team, now that we paid the bills, let's get ready to rock and roll. Welcome, welcome, welcome all. Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, or good night, whichever time of day depends on reaching you. Well, I want to thank you guys for tuning back in for another episode. There's been a really great cry out for what I'm doing and the information that we're putting out. And I want to thank you guys for sticking in there with me and learning as I learn and absorbing what I'm putting out there as well. So let's start out by just saying thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, guys. So today we're going to be discussing how we can create your business market strategy approach. Now, these are one of the most important episodes because they're going to be the foundation and the fundamental parts of your business plan. And it has a lot to do with financials. So if you haven't already, break out your pen and pencil and let's get ready to rock and roll. All right, guys. So if you haven't done so already, log on to professort.montfichet.com. Click the study guide button and go ahead and download the, the study guide that's listed, Creating Your Business Marketing Strategy Approach. And that study guide will go hand in hand with our podcast today. All right, guys. So we're going to be discussing the business marketing approach. And that marketing approach is ha- going to have a lot to do with your market. And we're going to build a strategy out of that. So in order to even begin with that topic, we need to understand our product or service and how it's positioned in the market. So we need to understand how consumers view our product or service. Um, Are they seeing it as a resource? And the next few bullet points on the study guide shows how they view your product or service in the market. And you have to compare it with the competition. And this is how you're going to get a real idea of how it's viewed. How are the price compared? And this develops the view. Is the product quality or how is it convenient for your life? Is it solving a problem? So these are the biggest ways we can decide on how our product is viewed in the market. Also, our consumers look a lot at your business hours. Are you open late? Are you open early? Are you open on the weekends? Are you available on Sundays? Are you available on holidays? Not strategically saying that you should be available at all these times, but these are some of the key factors that competitors are looking at. And that's how our consumers view it as well. 
a major takeaway is, does your uh, product come off as family friendly for adults and the entire family? Or is it just geared towards young adults or seniors? These are another way that your product can be viewed and you can get that product positioned within the market. So now once we decide how we're viewed, our product or service is viewed in the market and to our customers and consumers, the next way, the next thing we must be able to do is we have to be able to clearly communicate how we want our market to see our position to the target market. So we have to be able to present our position clearly to the target market. Taking that a step further, we need to be able to narrow down the way we want our, our product or service to be viewed to a one-sentence slogan. Now, when I say that, what we're trying to do is create something called a USP, a unique selling position. And I have that on the study guide because these are terms that I think is vital for you to understand going forth with your business. So we're creating a unique selling position. And to be able to do this, we have to create a one-sentence slogan that describes and um, tells our, our clients what we want them to perceive of our business. And within that one-sentence slogan, we have to be able to convert the product and service attributes into a benefit. So we want to try to, try to make that benefit be displayed in that one-sentence slogan. And once we achieve that, we can then present our product or service to the market. So now our business marketing strategy has a lot to do with pricing. And that's the next part that we're going on, going to head into. So pricing accounts for two thirds of the market and one third of your financial. So please remember that it's on your study guide. So if you have a highlighter, highlight that on the top of uh, underneath the section that says pricing. So pricing accounts for two thirds of the market and one third of financials. Now, please note, ladies and gentlemen, that if your price is not correct, if you do not get the pricing down pat, your marketing plan will fail. And that, that'll happen if the price is too high, the niche won't sell. If the price is too low, the company won't be profitable. So now that we got the pricing down pack and understood, then we go into another, another concept that I think you guys need to know. And that's going to be called your profit margin. And your profit margin can help you obtain the correct price point. Okay? So your profit margin will help you create your correct price point. And my consideration for obtaining a profit margin that's lucrative to, to begin out in any business is to consider a 33% profit margin. And to be able to obtain your profit margin numbers, you have to take the cost of the item that you're purchasing or you're selling or you're introducing, and you have to subtract that from the sales price. And whatever's left over is considered the profit margin. And to be successful or to start out successfully, your profit margin should be at least a 33%. Now, some people may choose to obtain a top profit margin that's a lot higher. I've worked for companies where the profit margins were 60%, which that's awesome. 
But for standing, for standards or beginning, if you can start out and obtain a 33% profit margin or higher, that's where I probably think you should begin. So I wanted to discuss why it is so important to get the pricing down pack. So I've had a client, um, this is a few years back, and the, the gentleman that I was working with, he actually set his prices by mindset. So whatever he really thought the prices were, that's what he believed it to be. So he used this concept to develop his, his methodology. But the problem was that the pricing was so low that he, yes, he was stealing or obtaining all the business from any of the competitors. But because it was so low, he wasn't really receiving enough revenue. He wasn't making enough money to be profitable. He couldn't pay his employees. He couldn't really obtain more supplies. So what happened was he was overridden with so many clients that his quality of service began to drop. And he began to have, have to work in all these areas that he was obtaining these customers, and he wasn't providing the satisfaction that he normally would have given his clients. And for those reasons, people had decided, you know, if they couldn't get through to him, they switched over and went to another client where, you know, they weren't inundated with uh, customers, and they were able to provide the one-on-one -on -one attention that was necessary for them to be successful. So guys, please understand that pricing is very, very important. Even if you decide to go a little bit under the market, it's okay, but not so drastically that you become non-profitable, that there's no profit for you to obtain, or that your price is so high that the business isn't even considering you as a competitor. Now, please understand the market is deter determination. So whatever you do, the market has to accept it and perceive it. So if the price is too low or the price is too high or the price is exactly where it is, the market has to see it and respond well to it. And that's when you decide to make, an, to make a decision, a business decision that affects your bottom line. So the next part of the study guide deals with um, strategy and pricing. And that's what I was just saying in, in my little rant for the evening is don't let the price evolve. It's not something that you should just let organically happen in your mind where you think, oh, okay, this is what it is. We need to plan ahead extensively. We need to do some research into the market to see what the, the standards is and what the market standards are. And then we need to plan and price accordingly. So there's three different pricing options. There's something called the premium pricing. There's the market penetration and there's meeting the competition. So let's start backwards. Meeting the competition is exactly what it says, that you've decided to place your prices so that it meets the competition. Whatever the competition has at price, you've decided to price your product or service exactly to what the competition has at price. The second pricing option is called market penetration. This is where you lower your prices so that you undercut your competition, so that the market will be considering you more as a trendsetter or something new or as a savings so that they could, you know, influence or get to know who you were and really participate in your business's goals. The third pricing option is called premium pricing. Okay? Again, that's premium pricing. That's when 
your prices are higher than the competition, one, or there's no competition, two, or your prices are higher than the industry standards. So keep that in mind. That's always another option to go. So when you're deciding on pricing, you have to really develop some objectives, and I call these the marketing objectives. And you have to ask yourself, one, are you introducing new products into the market? So in this case, you might need to discount it to create awareness. Or two, are you trying to beat out your competition? If this is what you're trying to do, discounting the item in a short term is a really good option that you can do as well. Or are you trying to quick sell out on a slow moving item? Discounting the item again is a really good option that you can consider. Now, it's very important that you do not, as a business owner, get into the habit of discounting your items or your services too often. Because the more you do that, the more you're going to look like a discount, discount store or discount service. And to prevent that and to hold quality to your price, you have to make sure that the time that you invest in discounting is very limited and strategic. So now that we've come up with the price for our product and we've positioned our product well and we understand where we're going in that direction, now we have to really do some sales forecasting. And when I say sales forecasting, I mean we have to predict, create some predictions of where our sales will be in the next three to six months and six to 12 months. So we want to really create a sales projection. So the basic formula for estimating your sales, it goes like this, guys. So you take the market potential and you times that by the average purchase intention and you times that by the charge that you're charging per unit. So the market potential now is the total size of the market. Look at your particular market. You take that and you times it by the average purchase intention. And that average purchase intention, that comes from your industry data. So that's the research that you conduct on your industry, and then you come up with those figures. And the charge per unit comes from the financial feasibility assessment, and that's going to be the next series. So keep that whole forecasting sales portion in mind because this goes hand-in-hand hand with the financial feasibility uh, portion, which is going to be the next series. So you'll take those total and then you'll create your, your forecasting for your sales. Again, that's going to be your market potential times your average purchase intention, and you times that also by charge per unit. So guys, now that we are forecasting our sales, we need to really start thinking about making a marketing budget. And with the marketing budget, you're going to develop a marketing strategy prior to starting your business. So we've got to understand that. It needs to be prior to anything taking place. So after you come up with that strategy, then we're going to put numbers to it and create a marketing budget. So now your marketing budget is going to be based on three areas. One, your marketing tools that you're going to use to stimulate the market. Two, it's going to be anticipated on your marketing expenses, what you plan on spending on the market to get your message across. And three, it also depends based on when you plan to begin your marketing plan and enter the market. 
So let's step back. So before we create that marketing budget, we need to develop a marketing strategy. And this can be developed early on or right about now before we put the numbers to play. So we have to create a plan to market your business. And of course, that's one of the obvious. Two, we're going to create a marketing schedule. So how often you're going to market and when you plan on doing it and when's the best time to, to market to your, uh, potential, to your potential buyers. And after those two areas are satisfied, that's when you create a budget that goes hand in hand with the schedule and the plan. And then we're going to outline the cost of these initiatives. So guys, this is when things start to take shape of your business. When you start to realize how much money is going to be allocated to marketing. And it's important that you really take time to develop this area of your business because it's so vital. It's so important to your success. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with so many different clients who have failed to create a marketing budget. And without that marketing budget, they weren't sure how much money was going to be allocated to specific areas. And for those reasons, they either ran out of money or the business began to lag So guys, your forecasted marketing cost in the projected income statement, and it's also in the cash flow statement. So of course, your forecasted marketing costs are going to be located in the projected income statement and inside the cash flow statement as well. So this might sound a little new to you where I'm telling you all these things are going to be Located, but it's okay because as you start to build your business plan, you'll remember these topics and you can refer back to it so you know what is included in it and what what you know what you can add to it as well. So, guys, the function of our marketing strategy is to be able to communicate to our potential buyers and to the market the position of our business. So, who are we communicating to? We're communicating, again, to the market, our customers, but who are the extended people that we are communicating? We're communicating to stockholders, IRS, and other local businesses because we want them to understand our message, what we're selling, and what what position we are placing on our community. Now, guys, whatever we plan on doing, the way we communicate and what we communicate must always support sales and profitability, profitability. So whatever we do, sales and profitability must be our number one focus. So now when we're communicating to our audience, all these different places we're talking about earlier, this is where we need to decide on what the message is that we're trying to communicate to everyone that's out there. So guys, as new business owners, we need to develop a marketing communication strategy and In order to do that, there are a couple of questions that we can ask ourselves so that we know how to position how we want our communication to appear in the market. And one of the ways is asking ourselves, what value does our product or service provide in terms of pricing? That's one. Number two, what benefits does our product or service offer to the market? Number three, what comparisons To the competition, does our product and service offer to the market as well? The next two is simple. How would our customers purchase our product and how can our customers contact us? Those two areas are often left out of the equation, but they're so important 
because that communication piece shows our customers how genuinely united are we are with our product and service and our customers. Now we have to ask ourselves, is the message that we're displaying to the market, is that message beneficial and important or is it leaving things out of the, out of the equation? And finally, I wanted to let you guys know, we need to really ask ourselves, how do we want our business to be viewed as a result of the message that we're putting out in our marketing communication strategy? So guys, everything we've discussed today in creating your business marketing strategy was all briefly touched upon. So nothing was really expanded upon. Uh, we talked briefly, briefly about positioning your product or service. We talked about the unique selling position that we create with that one slogan. And then we moved on to talk about the different pricing. We talked about the profit margin. And we also talked about the pricing strategy, strategies that, that we need to play, put into place as well. All these areas come with something that elaborates on a little bit deeper. And, you know, my goal for this podcast today was just to introduce those areas to you. So once you start developing that business plan that you're ready and you don't and you have an understanding of what has just been introduced to you so that it can stimulate where you want the message to go next. All right, ladies and gents. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Business Startup Journey. And I hope that we were able to provide you with some information and direction on helping you get through this business startup journey. It's a difficult process, but keep hold to the process. You will make it through. You'll be successful. And guess what? I'll be here to help you along the way. All right, guys. This has been another episode, and this is Professor T Approved.